Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fitbit Pod. My name is Ben Lomas, and yeah, we are at an interesting point in our lives. But the one thing that keeps me sane, that keeps me going, is my podcast husband, the one and only Duruk Jai Singer. Hey, hubby, it's uh, nice to see you and nice to hear your voice in this podcast format. We are still in uh, our separate little booths around the world. I mean, well, not around the world, around, uh, around inner city Melbourne, I don't, around in, the in world. a five kilometer radius. I think I, think, I, think I worked yeah. it out. We are, I think, five, maybe just under six kilometers apart from one another. So it's really, it, yeah, we're, right, we're, we're right, quite right. close. We're quite close. It is nice after back-to-back uh, guest episodes to talk one-on-one. Uh, and uh, it's good to see. So tell me now, when we last caught up one-on-one, uh, you uh, you were heading into sending kids back to school and, and things like that. And so that has that happened? Cue music. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, the kids are back. Uh, for people who don't, in, freedom, in, in, Victor- I won't let you down. <laughs> in Victoria, uh, schools went back a lot later. So uh, I'm currently in the second week. So uh, so this is uh, our third, or no, fourth school day uh, that we had today, and it's it's been absolutely. Uh, magnificent. Magnificent in the fact that my daughter is so happy to be back at school. Like, don't get me wrong. Okay. Nailed great. homeschooling. I mean, really, when it comes to teaching the future youth of Australia, I'm all right. ignoring it. But, uh, you know, she's, she's <laughs> really glad to be back. Uh, Tao's back in care. Uh, you know, finally making most of that free childcare. Because this is the thing for a lot of parents, you take one kid out and then you take your kid out of childcare, childcare goes free. It's like because our kid wasn't in childcare, it was like I was losing money. <laughs> like it's like finally it's free, but we're not using it. So therefore, it's like he's back, uh. she's back, and it's only been a couple of days. But yes, uh, it has been a couple of uh, a couple of mornings. School times have changed, so we drop off at nine and now pick up at quarter to three. So really. You've, you've, right. got, you've got maybe four and a half, five hours, which is more time than I've ever had before. And, um, yeah, a lot of reflecting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why I, I, don't know why I pulled that face as <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, you really paused. <laughs> you paused and you stared down the barrel. Like, yeah, it was like you've been filmed and then the opening credits of a TV yeah. show, like in CSI or something like that, yeah. that you've like... Looks like the murderer went walking yeah. on or the, the law, beach. The, the law and order. Dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the look you gave. So a lot of reflecting. And what have you been reflecting on in these four days that you've been I've been on? reflecting on how fat I've become. I... <laughs> I have been. You're, you're, you're reflecting your own face off the sil- off the sh- reflection on your stomach that is sweating from walking uh, five paces. I have stacked it on. I am. Your stats. Give us some stats. Stats. So, coming in to when we went to lockdown, and we were locked down. It was uh, mid March, or uh, I think what's the exact date? But it was when the school. March fifteenth is when March sixteenth is the Monday that we last when we caught up. 
I remember because I was in Brisbane up until March 15th. So, so when we went to lockdown, yeah. which is, look, it's about yeah. nine and a half, nearly 10 weeks. A week weeks. after that, I think. Yeah, it was, it was about yeah. nine yeah. weeks all up. If you, if you count today, which the restrictions have been lifted, I sat in a cafe yesterday with a friend of the show, Dave Thornton, and, and we ordered at, at, from a table, which was so unique. But you had to fill out this, you had to scan yeah. the menu, then fill out your details. Huh? So, so you have to scan the little QV, then it links to the website, then you uh, fill out the details. Once you get confirmation, you fill out the details, then you show it to the waitress, and then the waitress takes your order. Yeah. It is just nuts. Good on them. Like, I mean, it's nuts. It's scary, but but the owner, the owner of the cafe, the owner yeah. of the cafe was so good. He's like, uh, he's like, well, welcome back, Ben, and uh, yeah, just uh, just fill out all these details and how awesome is this uh, this uh, amazing uh, atmosphere I've created? Yeah, it's no good. Anyway, enjoy your coffee. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> there's there's a cafe obviously which I've talked a lot about uh, that's open Monday to Saturday League of Honest Coffee so they're doing that system where they, they give you a form you fill it out and then you do the order but it's not online it's it's they give you like a laminated thing that they you write on it and they add it to their database oh wow um, and yeah so they, it's just easier for them to you know they just wipe it yeah. you know once they add it to the database and it, the time of arrival is there you write when you sat down uh, but there's a place that I go to on Sundays because league is closed on Sundays. Uh, they they're not even bothering with it. For them, it's there's such a small space uh, that yeah. used to have dining that it's almost not worth to have table service uh, because because it's still you know you got to keep the distance between people and in a smaller space it's like well what's the fucking point? There's, there's so they're just no, sticking to takeaway. No, like yeah. So so you've uh, you said you were sitting in there and it's uh, with Tono well, no I thought it, it, there it was just like it was nice to have a meal but this is the week where I, again I was conscious of what I was eating because the last uh-huh. nine weeks I have not been conscious I've yes kept up the mm-hmm. running I haven't been jumping on the scales I knew I'd probably you know you know, I felt like I put on a couple of kilos, but I felt like it was it was adding up. Now lockdown, and uh, we went oh. into lockdown. I measured it, I took a photo. It was one hundred and five point six. I was like, no, I'm not enjoying that. Kind of want to be, of course, be under hundred, but one hundred and two, one hundred and three. That's when I'm feeling pretty damn good. That's been your playing. That's your playing weight for the last year and a bit. Yeah. So, yeah. and I was like, that's. That's good. 105.6. I was like, oh, you know. And then I was like, oh, you know, it could creep up to 107. You know, it, un, unprecedented times. I was like, I'm going to become a full-time parent. It'll be fine. Yeah. When the kids went back to school, <laughs> <laughs> I hopped on the scales and came in at 114.4. So I right. have stacked on nine and a half kilos. And I'll tell you what, when I stood on there, it was a fucking shock and a half, but a little part of me mm. was surprised it was not more because I feel, yeah. I feel it more than ever. Even with my running, uh-huh. the running gets harder, the running gets harder, but it was just like, because I knew, I knew I was like, and I, and it was so funny, dude, when I hopped on the scales, I, I was gutted. Like I was, I knew it was going to hurt, but it just really hurt like hell and it was that same thing i was like yeah. i was kind to myself cut, cut back to a couple of weeks ago when we were doing this pod uh i, I haven't mm. been kind to myself like i've been you know getting stuck yeah. into the bread uh you know and doing a bit of binge eating here and there but again nowhere near as much as as what i used to but again not really yeah. being that conscious of what i've been eating and it's like shopping salami oh, here, I, cheese there but yeah that's where it is nine right. kilos i 
I would say that you know how we talk about like you give yourself a little bit of buffer for water weight <laughs> yeah. and things like that. You know, I wonder whether we can start to incorporate giving us a little COVID weight COVID. where you go, you give yourself a little COVID buffer kilos. so that COVID kilos, basically you sort of say the scales are showing 1.114, whatever it is, but it doesn't tell the full story of having to be a full-time parent for the first time, learning about those things, learning about the stresses of not having a job, learning about how to adjust to a pandemic. Those aren't in the digital scales that we have. We don't have a digital scales advanced enough to calculate those things. So we have to give us a, give yourself a little like a little a little uh, cushioning, a little padding and, that is considered covid kilos. And, and I totally agree. I with don't know you. I don't know whether it's 9. Point, I don't know it's 9.5 kilos <laughs> in total. I, I think no, I mean but maybe what's somewhere a covid kilo. Somewhere it, it, a covid kilo could be yeah. 20 kilos. I'm half a covid kilo. Right. I'm doing quite well for myself. It's half a covid yeah, killer. exactly. But this is the yeah, thing. Yeah, you only put on one COVID killer. <laughs> 9.5. You heard it here first. An official COVID killer is 9.5. 9.5. So but this is the thing. And this it's is like our version of stones. This is you, you, you brought this to my attention. And, and we have been doing this pod for two years. And it is all about being open. And it's about being honest. And, uh, and there's one thing, uh, there's certain personal things that we've talked about the pod that we've edited out. We're like, you know, I'm not, I don't feel comfortable sharing this to the world. Mm -hmm. And there's one that I yeah. have kept to myself, which uh, I think is uh, I'm proud of this achievement, but then also I'm somewhat ashamed yeah. that it has taken me so long to get to this. But I have been and I was for some time a smoker. Now, it is right. hard to say this because we don't talk about it, uh, but I pretty much quit smoking uh, at the end of Feb, uh, Feb the 14th to be exact, uh -huh. uh, when this was all... Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Because um, something else was smoking that <laughs> night. <laughs> Come on! This is... <laughs> this is the we have it friction in the bedroom. <laughs> I was smoking, but anyway, no, 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 <laughs> no. I don't want to say that, but I was. No, no. <laughs> um, I, I was a Friday night as well. I remember that Valentine's for, Day <laughs> for, for, <laughs> for different reasons. <laughs> well, for the same reason. <laughs> now. For people, like, for some of this, is uh, maybe a shock, this may, maybe not, but since my, probably my, my mid-20s uh, till just recently, I have never been a full-on smoker. I'm not a pack a day. I'm not even, I wasn't even a pack a week. But what I would do is I was a social smoker. So if I was drinking, I'd have a dart or two on a big night, I'd probably sink down five or six. But it was the occasional cigarette here and there it was my little fix yeah it was uh it was something i did it did pick up I've, I've tried to quit before i never thought i really had a problem there's that too i never thought i i was addicted uh -huh. to it like because there'd be weeks where I'd, like i wouldn't have a cigarette i've never smoked at home i've never smoked at home like i so it's different to how you would view the you and drinking exactly it's different to where the view would smoke totally drink. and so i never really uh, okay. thought i had an issue with it and because i didn't do it too much even though i knew that every cigarette harms you i'm well aware of that it's the worst thing in the world but when i quit drinking 
I did pick it up a bit more. So what it then turned into was me having a cigarette before a gig and a cigarette after a gig. Mm-hmm. So even then, if you think about mm-hmm. it, it'd be like, you know, I do like maybe four shows or five shows. That's 10 cigarettes. That's half a pack for that week, for instance, you know, like, yeah. so it just built up, built up. And then when I got stressed, I'd chuck in an extra one there. And then it just became a real issue of like, I started hiding it, which I didn't like doing it. I didn't hide it from my partner. I knew I had one here and there, but I started to hide it. And I hated that feeling. I hated that feeling of hiding it from her, you know, having the mint, having the gum. Uh, but then, you know, then I realized after a while that I was addicted. Now, even though I could go a whole weekend, not having one and not having an issue, it was that thing where I was like, no, I, I need to quit this because A, it's really bad for you and B, you, you can't justify the cost. You've got kids. You're a fucking idiot. How could you right. justify right. trying to pretty much harm yourself when you've got to look after children? And then when COVID started happening, I'd already started quitting and then I realised that when I heard it was a respiratory cyst- like disease and I was like, I already have a little bit of asthma. Why would I even have one? Even if it's one a week, it's doing your harm. I was like, oh, that's it. I'm done. It was like a switch in my brain. I was like, oh, this is right. this is great. And and it was kind of a bit like the drinking. Like I was like, oh, it's sort of this moment where I'm like, oh, finally, after all this time, yeah. I'm absolutely done with it. But then the fallout has been, what's my little reward? What's my little fix? Uh-huh. And it went Cocoa back Pops. to food. That's what it went back yeah. to. Yeah, so you went... You went from Smoko to Coco. <laughs> Smoko to Coco. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Credit yeah, credit's due. People have Smoko breaks. Yeah, <laughs> you have Coco breaks. Like, hey, what time is it? It's Coco time. Yeah, that's 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 the Dutch guy. Yeah, he's working on the building site. He used to be a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> we have a couple of our buddies who have gone into construction after comedy. I know. And some fun. of them have realized um, that they so don't have the body for it anymore. That's always a good one. <laughs> <laughs> some of them really- Check out Harley Breen's post. Yeah. Harley Breen's post on Instagram today. Very funny. And about. it's just. It's very funny. And his mum commented on it. Did you yeah, see that yeah. his mum commented? It's just like. <laughs> it's so I, I, I know I um, couldn't do it. Like, I definitely couldn't go back to that kind of work. But yeah, so that's where I'm at, Dill. I'm 114 kilos. I've quit smoking, but I right. want to. I want to go back. So it's uh, it's uh, it's been a confronting. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Seven days. Yeah. Well, I suppose, like I said, you know, you that that it's good. It sounds like you are being kind to yourself. You are starting to look at the scale as a slight indicator, but also being aware that it's a combination of the virus, uh, of the pandemic, and that the the quitting of smoking. Because don't a lot of people who quit smoking tend to put on weight? Stack it on. Isn't that a thing? Right, right. So there's got to be an element of that as yeah, well, COVID. right? Contributing to... It's COVID, COVID smoke co- 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 kilos. COVID kilos <laughs> and smoke, smoke or kilos. So COVID kilo of, of let's say, COVID kilos five and four, four point five. COVID is a COVID kilo, I'm a, I'm a and, a, and a cigarette kilo is five, five, five kilo. kilos. So I'm under. No, but I I'm think. Under. I think <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think it's a it's a kind it's it's the smarter way to look at it. I think is because you go well, you because you're not saying that you're fine with it, right? No, oh, no, That's no, That's not no. what you're saying. No, 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 yeah. no. You're not happy. But you're also going, okay, well, this is, you know, challenging. But I would say, uh, does it is it a different headspace for you right now, knowing that you've already done it successfully in recent times, that you can get there again? That is a, a bit... Or, or, or is the, the, the follow-up, or, the, or is it that it's a little 
it, it hurts a little bit more at the moment because you had just done it as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, are both those contributors, are they playing a part where on the one hand, you're like, oh, fuck, I know I can do it now. And on the other hand, you're like, ah, oh, but fuck, I already did this. Well, I think I think the, the one thing now is like that I I know what to, I know I know what to do I know that I know what was missing I know what to put in place I also was very what do you think was missing and what do you need to put in well, place Well I there was um I couldn't deal with the stress of being a full-time parent mm. Um, yep. I didn't have the outlet. Like I didn't have the running kept me going. Like, that's probably the thing I want kept getting rowing. But also, I've never spent so much time at night trying not to eat at night. Like we've always had the restriction. Like yeah. I'm home one night a week. Well, I can I can you know maybe two nights max because I'm always working yeah. at night. And I don't eat at night. So I, that was a big one as well. It's like I wasn't used to it. Like I, I had my rhythm. I knew what worked. The kids dictated it, and I worked around the kids. But as soon as the pandemic hit, kicked in the kids dictated what we were doing also no work partners the lead bread earner it's just my fitness but also my ability to cope with stress i'd lost those tools and i I, oh i didn't transfer them across because i didn't know how to so now it's like that disappointment Mm -hmm. of like ah if only i could have kept it at 105 then i would be so happy to be at this point but because i just let it go 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 and I tried to hold on it. And I tried to bring Whoa, it back. You went like, you're taking the other Frozen song that is inspiring. <laughs> Let it go, go, go. <laughs> Let it go, go, go. And it was it was hard because there were moments where I was like, I knew it was happening and I, I couldn't mm. stop. I needed that quick fix. Or And in the end, there were days where I was like, it was fine. Like, I, you know, I was running three, four times a week, but it didn't matter because it was yeah. that reminder of like, but I know that 80% of this is what it's, put in your mouth you can run all you like but if you're eating that Uh delicious brownie from the bakery that you bought when all you needed to buy was a loaf of bread but you had that five minutes to yourself and you made love to that brownie while you're walking down the laneway so no one else could see you in the Mm. street issues i have issues so it was yeah it was that you were seeing you you had a brown-eyed cock (laughs) my brown-eyed cock (laughs) So, <laughs> you man, so that's where I'm at. But the thing about it is even talking to you and being able to say it out loud to all the listeners there, it's that thing where I was like, well, I've already had two really, really good days uh, or the third day yeah. where it's like I've done my exercise, I've done my meditation. Pop it out. I, I've back. eaten. I'm back into a semi-routine, which I know I can get Monday, Tuesdays, a little bit on Wednesday, but Thursday, Friday. It's four days I didn't have before. And I'm just like, get me three weeks. Uh-huh. Let me get it back under 110. I know I can do that super quick. I just need that momentum, which I didn't have. And disappointed that I couldn't keep it yes. up. Um, yeah, there's a lot I want to say about all of that. Uh, oh, just something that popped in my head just then is you talking about the feeling you got by telling me, telling the listeners in itself has some sort of comfort in it, isn't it? Like a sense of that it's not a dirty secret that you have to keep to yourself, that you're able to say it out loud and then be able to build from there, yeah. right? Uh, and I and I, and I, I only went to one AA meeting, Alcoholics Anonymous meeting, and I wonder whether there's certain parallels there where people who go to those know it's a safe space to share. So even if it's about them talking about a relapse, that they're given that permission to talk about it judgment-free because no one is in there going, you fucking what? You relapse? Fuck you. Oh, you piece of shit. Like no one's doing that. But being able to 
have that outlet to say it out loud going, hey, uh, you know, I've uh, I, I had a relapse and it's now been one week since I drank or whatever, yeah, like as yeah, opposed yeah. to two years since I drank. So I wonder if there's any sort of similar, because obviously AA for all whatever, it's definitely helped a lot of people oh, over, huge. Hun- not hundreds of years, years and years. Uh, but a lot of time it's helped people. So there must be elements of, of that process, the 12 step process that, you know, is very powerful. And um, I have an inkling, and this is me completely speculating because I've never really looked into it, but I have a feeling that what's happening now is part of it. Having a community that you know you can open up to, whether it's about smoking, about drinking, uh, and having that ability to be almost accountable because you now know that when we chat again in, say, in two weeks' time, one-on-one, there will be a bit of a follow-up chat about, hey, Ben, how has the next last two weeks been? Exactly. You know, since we last spoke about it. Pretty much like how the pod started. So you have that accountability. That's the the funny thing. It it feels like I was like, I never thought I'd I'd be back there again. And also, while it was happening, there was also the reflection of of you going the other way. So, like, that was the thing where it was like, you were getting fitter. You were getting healthier. You, I think at one stage you told me you could nearly do a five-minute plank. I was like, I was eating planks of chocolate. No, I, can, I was able to. <laughs> I was able to do a five-minute plank. Um, but I think that the, the headstand was probably my biggest achievement. Yeah, I saw that. Being that was able great. To, uh, that was something out of like a yoga fucking Insta commercial thing. Except I got really <laughs> nervous, even though I knew you'd recorded it. But you were just a little bit too uh-huh. close to the window of my. Oh <laughs> like, uh, no, the window is quite far right. away compared to the, the the perspective. But yeah, so I was very chuffed that I was able to kick into a headstand. That was probably the big, and also I guess the five the five uh, sub twenty five runs that I was doing for five k's, uh, which leads me into where I guess I'm yeah. at. Uh, which you know about, but we haven't been able to say it officially on the pod yet. But uh, two weeks ago, uh, my old back injury that I had before uh, doing the marathon, that flared up again, my disc issue that disc I have. Bulge. A little crack in the disc. Is, is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, you got a disc So bulge. basically, is that there's a, apparently there's a crack in the disc and the little jam, the nucleus, is is seeping into the crack and touching For it For people who don't know, the best way to describe thing? it is you've got a jam donut. The top part of it is the other bone, uh-huh. the other bone is you squeeze it, Jam pops out a little bit. That's your disc. Okay, cool, 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 cool. cool. <laughs> and then you I, eat I it. Quite, I mean, yum, yum, really. Yeah, I, I, I just got. I was gonna say, I just increased my appetite. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but so that came up. Uh, I was in immense pain when it happened, and it was quite sad. It was during one of the home workouts, I think. So I think yeah. uh, it happened on a Wednesday. I think it was on the Monday. I was doing uh, some stuff with kettlebells. Yeah. And I think it, it the kettle because I only have one kettlebell, uh, and it must have been too heavy for me for the particular exercise I was doing. Uh, and I think that's what put the strain on it. But it flared up on the Wednesday, so it's almost like it was a two-day event <laughs> because I kept you know running and exercising and stuff. And it was during an exercise. I think some people call it like Fucking. ski. Uh, it's no, 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 you silly bugger. <laughs> it's so Stop. fucking lame, but it's so funny to me. <laughs> fucking <laughs> no, it's um, it's where you sort of like mimic you skating. Yeah, it's, okay, I think yeah, it's called. Yeah. I, no, I, I think it's called. I, I think it's called ice skaters. Where basically, imagine if you're standing with your legs apart and then you move your say your right leg across. Um, you go from side to side. Basically, you're touching your toes. Front to back or side? Moving from side to side. <laughs> you say, oh, fuck, man. I can't do this. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> you basically, you basically, yeah, you you spread the legs and <laughs> yours. You spread yours. You spread your legs, and then you you you, you have you bend over, <laughs> which is literally I'm still describing the exercise. I'm going to say you stretch your legs, you spread your legs, you bend over, and then. Instead of your erection, you touch your toes. <laughs> and, uh, no, yeah, so you touch, so the, the right hand's touching the left uh, leg, and then you alternate. Yeah. So it's almost like, but you move from side to side. Anyway, look, it's called ice skaters. I was doing that, and then it just went bang. I didn't know what it was. It felt muscular at the time. I fell on the, on the flow, literally going, what the fuck? What, like, I was like, what the fuck was that? Like, out loud, talking to myself, because, fuck, there's no one else to talk to. And then I was like, oh, fuck, all right, let me do And I had literally one last exercise to go, uh, which was this thing called a v, v boat or something like that. Basically, it's a core, like a stomach exercise where you sit, have your legs stretched out and your back upright and you're sort of in a V position and you hold that pose for like 30 seconds or whatever. So I did that in pain and then I finished up and I was in fucking all sorts. Called the physio immediately uh, and then went to, went to him the next day. Turns out it's the same existing disc issue. And the last time we kind of fast tracked the the treatment because I had the marathon coming, so he kind of did like something to ease my pain and said, "Fucking now run." Uh, but he said now because I don't have a deadline, uh, why don't we try and do some solid, solid healing and strength work on it so that it to prevent it from happening, you know, uh, f- too frequently. Yeah. Because so the, the first phase it of might it might happen again. That's because the bulge is the worst. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what he said is basically what he said is because the muscles, because there's an issue that's always going to be permanent with this disc, that the the muscles around it, whenever they are overworked and tense, they squeeze into that part of the body. And that squeezing in is what causes the jam to, to touch the nerve. The, the, so, did you hear um, what you just said? The jam. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. I don't know if you did it on purpose. <laughs> Oh, no, I did do it on purpose. Yeah, what do you mean? Because <laughs> I just have this image. Man, I'm a professional. I'm, we're professional broadcasters now. Come on. We're since Patreon, yeah, we right? Uh, I, know what, I know what we're doing. I know what I'm doing. But, uh, yeah, so so anyway, so the point was he said, why don't we, you know, really slow play this, do some proper physiotherapy. And I was like, cool, I'm on board. And he said, okay, so the first thing you got to do is you can't do any exercise for two weeks. And I'm like, fucking what? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, yeah. And he's like, you, you can go for a walk. Uh, but that's about it. And so that was really hard for me because one of the things mentally that I was dealing with was I was even overeating. Uh, and, and I use that very consciously because I don't want to p- people to think that, um, you know, eating ice cream is bad or fried chicken is bad. But overdoing those things, obviously very yeah. bad. And I was doing that, but I was still losing weight be- and maintaining fitness because of how much I was working out. So in this weird way, I was like, fuck, okay, because I'm dealing, because I'm comfort eating and stress eating, uh, I bet uh, it's okay because I'm still cutting it, you know, still getting faster, still getting stronger. So it's fine. So when this happened, it was a bit of a like, ah, oh, fuck, now I can't move because running and exercise has been a source of comfort for me. It was the one, the one fucking thing I was doing correctly during this virus, right? Uh, and, and this was going to break it. So at the time, I think at the time it happened, I had like a 57 day streak of working out. I, I don't think I missed a single day of a workout so whether it was at, yeah. uh, a run or whether it was a, a a home workout or something i was doing something every day for 50 57 days i think and so this happened and i was like so broken by it like mentally and i sort of thought okay let's let's lick our wounds 
and just sort of treat it as like, okay, you don't have to break the streak. I can still put my shoes on and go for a walk. So I decided to make that commitment that even though I, I can't run and I can't do exercises, uh, I, I still will commit to walking half an hour a day, even though it's not a lot, it's that mental commitment. And it was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be, Ben, because the first few days, it took me three minutes to put on my right shoe and seven minutes to put on my left shoe. So, so the way the back injury was, it was the left leg. I couldn't get, I couldn't get it up, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so putting on shoelaces, uh, for, it took seven minutes to do one, one side was, was, as you can imagine, pretty mentally, uh, it was very tough. And also during that entire time, all I keep thinking in that 10 minute period of putting my shoes on is like, oh, so this is what your life is going to be. You're going to be an old man by himself trying to get himself changed and he can't move properly with no one to take care of you. There was one point I broke a plate uh, uh, and it's smashed and I just had to leave it there. And it's still there because I still can't bend down to pick it up. Yeah, yeah. So two weeks on. Oh, so this is where it's, uh, so, so I still didn't break the commitment and I think it's now something like 64 days of uh, nonstop workouts. So I'm, I'm keeping my streak going because I made that mental decision that I'm not going to let the, the injury stop me from committing to some kind of physical activity per day. And I'm kind of proud of that. Not kind of, no, I, I am proud down. of that. It's very good. It felt like down, a, 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 yeah, thank you. Um, but uh, I had a really big setback last morning, uh, which has affected my mood f- since yesterday, which is that I woke up and maybe the way I slept or something is wrong. Um, I started feeling that I was getting better and I was uh, looking forward to, you know, be- uh, being able to run again. But last morning I woke up and the back was worse than it was in a week. Yeah. So I've almost felt like uh, I've gone backwards and I don't know why, because I was doing all the right things. I was doing all the exercises and shit. And so... Where I'm at now mentally is uh, I feel like I've thrown in a metaphorical to- towel at the moment because um, because it just feels like that week of resting was worth fucking nothing yeah. because I've gone back. Like, it's not even like if I stayed stagnant, maybe it would have been tolerable uh, that I, you know, it's a slow healing. But from doing nothing that was, you know, incorrect, somewhere in my sleep, it's fucked up. And now uh, it's 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 not as bad as it when it first happened. But it is, uh, you know, it is tough. For example, like I, I, I was, uh, I stand at a kink. So basically my left hip uh, pushes out. It's like I'm dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you caught me do, like doing like some sort of shuffle and do you have to do that? Do you right have to do that thing where hips. you got to tuck your elbow in and you're next to the wall and then push your hip against the wall? Uh, no, uh. no. I have a, a exercise where I sit on a chair and again, like with and my woman sits left hand lean in. Fuck. <laughs> None of that has been possible. No, it is. COVID, uh, people. COVID. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you stretch your... Uh, basically, it's too hard to explain in the podcast and it's too boring. But either way, there's a specific exercise that I'm meant to do. Uh, three times, a minute at a time, times three, three times a day. So about 10 minutes overall and walk around and shit. And, uh, and it sucks because... It's back to where it was. So I went to the physio again today um, and he sort of gave me some temporary kind of healing from m- moving it and sort of strengthening some of the muscles. But I don't know. I feel really flat. I love it. You know what I love though? I love it that you call it healing. Mm. I really love it. I don't think I've ever heard anyone call it healing. You did it a couple of times and I thought it was like, because people go, oh, you yeah, know, I got treatment. 
but you got healing. And it's actually the nicest way of actually mm. saying it when you see a, prof- a professional like that because they are healing you. But yeah. I've never heard – I grew up yeah. in a physio and I've never heard that. But I've never heard so – I was like – anyway, I went and got some more <laughs> healing because it sounds like you're getting Reiki, yeah. which please – Please don't. Um, I mean, it might work for some people, but oh man, just yeah. but um, that sucks still. Yeah. So what what are you gonna do? Like yeah. So what I've done is so I had a long think about you know for the last couple of years I've been thinking about this thing about sense of identity and how that informs the things we do. So if I talk, we've talked about the sense of identity of being a pisshead was such a big part of who I was, and learning to un think of myself as a pisshead is what helped me stay sober. Uh, so that was the first lesson about how much we tell the stories we tell about ourselves informs the way we behave. So the next step for me was about, man, I keep talking about myself as being a fat fuck on stage. Maybe that's why I'm not losing weight because I keep identifying as a fat fuck because my sense of identity on stage, especially is getting rewarded for talking about how fat I am and, you know, celebrating my fatness as opposed to saying, Hey, I want to do something about it. Right. So I realized that there's a lot of power in being able to reframe how you view yourself And I tried to look and think carefully as to what was the joy that I was getting from uh, from exercising, from losing weight, from from the podcast that we were doing, all of that. I didn't want that sense of joy to be narrowly defined to I am happy when I lose weight, because obviously that is that has got a end point and it's got a dangerous point down the track, which is where a lot of uh, people who under eat those eating disorders start from is people thinking that if I lose more weight, I'll be happier. So I knew that was a dangerous mindset. So I was like, well, what is it? What is at the core? What is the most unfuckable definition of what I uh, enjoy about what we did with our, with our podcast and stuff. And I think to me, if I had to narrow it down is I, I think it all comes down to me. I feel happy when I choose a positive thing for my health. So taking a decision and committing to an action that is a positive, uh, uh, positive thing towards my health is something that brings me joy. Yeah. So choosing not to drink is a decision that I've chosen that makes me happy. Yeah. You know, because it's a positive thing for my health. Choosing to go for a run, even though it's raining and I don't feel like it, is something that makes me feel good at the after it because I'm like, oh, fuck, you made a commitment and you you were kind to yourself and allowed yourself that, that joy of being uh, uh, someone who's taking care of themselves. So it really, I defined it so broadly to that point of being, I am someone who gets joy by taking care of myself, yeah. right? So from that point, as a starting point, I went, okay, yes, I can't now run five kilometers. Oh, here's a nice stat. So one Saturday I did 5K in 24 minutes and, and say 40 seconds or something like that. And the immediate next Saturday, it took me 23 minutes to do one kilometer. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if I focused on those as being my source of joy, that, oh, I am happy because I can run uh, 5Ks and under 25, that means the following Saturday was a huge failure, right? Yeah. But because I redefined it as being, no, I am someone who derives, who uh, who who gets joy from choosing to do something positive for their health. By defining it as that, it opened up the field to so many different things. So the half an hour walk does 
contribute to my yeah. sense of joy. It is not me focusing on going, oh fuck, I was faster last week. I'm like, no, what I am, I'm the guy who does something positive for his for his health every yeah. day. So that became something I was looking forward to because I know I'm giving myself that little tick at the end of this fucking one hour 25k walk, yeah. right? <laughs> I knew, but I knew that was what I was committing to is what it represented, not the actual you know, calories burnt or how fast I was going. It is that commitment I made to myself. And in line with that is the food. So I realized that I can, even though I can't, you know, run as fast as I could two weeks ago, um, two weeks to the date, fuck, I just realized it's exactly Wednesday to Wednesday. Um, and um, But I can still find that joy by choosing to eat healthier during the week. So weirdly, it meant that I this injury uh, has helped me get better at work, being more conscious about what I'm putting in my body because I redefined what I do as being uh, something that is about looking after yourself. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Does that no, make sense? So for me, sense. so now, now that I, now that I can't run and exercise as, as feverishly as I was, I have to look after myself in another way, which is by choosing to not, you know, to eat in the intermittent fasting hours and so on and so forth. So I, I found that to be something that was quite beneficial. And that's, me. and that's, I, I feel like that, especially in the last, since the kids have gone back, I've used a, a similar thing. I've had to, I've, I've, I've had to switch the story. So it's like, yeah, I've put on this weight, but I'm, I'm running more than I ever have before. But also it's another day that I haven't put a cancer stick in my mouth. It's another, this is the longest I've never uh-huh. not had a cigarette. Sure, I've got a month here, a month there, or I might just have a couple of months and then go past. But this is the longest stint ever. So it's just like since in 15 years, so I've just got to remind myself, it's like that's a huge win. That's a huge change in behavior. Yeah. And that's also like, yeah, there are ramifications for that. You weren't aware how hard it was going to be. You weren't aware that your mind would go back to old patterns. And it's the same thing again. It's like, well, actually, you can't eat those carbs at 8 o'clock at night because if you do, it won't mm. make you feel better. But when you're stressed, you're tired, and you know, you're dealing with a past addiction, that 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 want that drive seems so little until you flip and spin the story and and i have to admit like it it takes time and energy which is something i didn't have like i didn't have the time to reflect mm. and then, while i was like nah ben but that's a fucking poor excuse and i was like buddy seriously again we've said it a thousand times before unprecedented times you are doing something mm. that you've, you've never had to parent. You've never had to school before. You've never lost all your work. Cut yourself some slack. Yeah. And know that when the yeah. time comes again, and there are, I know that there are listeners who are listening to the podcast who are like, oh, I've put weight back on. It's okay because you're in the middle of a killers. fucking pandemic. You know, like so many of our listeners are probably running or doing some sort of form of exercise. That feels like the most common feedback we get is they are listening to us while they're doing exercise. And if you are, or even if you're not, even if you're not and you're thinking about it, that's already one step ahead than when you weren't before. Uh The fact that you're thinking about doing Uh it and then you make the next step and you walk that or you run that or whatever you do, just because we got to the mark doesn't mean we don't fight those battles again because – I'm finding it right. I find myself not uh-huh. back at the beginning, but the one thing is I feel like I'm back at the start. The only different time is I have all this knowledge. I have all this support 
that I didn't have before, that I didn't have access to. Right. And the idea that I can go, uh-huh. oh, okay, let's do it. I know I can get back there. I could probably know I can get back there quicker, but this time I can enjoy getting back there rather than staring down the barrel of losing a thousand bucks. Well, or or you can find someone else to have a bet. Yeah, who wants? Who wants? Who wants? <laughs> who wants I'll, I'll give you three to one odds because I need the cash. <laughs> any rich listeners out there? Ten thousand to one thousand dollars. I could do with the money. And you know the worst thing about it? Can you imagine? Someone fronts up ten, I front up one, and I still lose. <laughs> <laughs> So no, well said, no, Bill. Well uh, said. I think well I said. think we're. Well said. I think I think we're both on a right track about the idea of learning to be kind to yourself, and and I think that sense of identity thing is what I found really beneficial. It's just realizing that I can't hang my self worth on the idea of always losing weight or always running faster yeah. because there's an upper limit to that or whatever lower limit. Um, but instead, I can hang my hat on going, hey, no, no, no I'm a dude who consistently makes decisions that to look after himself. And I was talking to Mickey D about this as well, a Mickey D former guest. Uh, and, you know, I've always, we've always, you and I, uh, I would say, talk about um, that we have issues with discipline and self-control. Yeah, right? definitely. It's fair to say you'll feel like you're someone. A, but I, I don't know, man. I mean, I know it's harder for us than most. Or it's harder for us than, say, some of the people we know in our lives who are able to have control. Yeah. But... We have to give ourselves some credit at some point that, you know, being able to stay sober for as long oh, as we have mate. been, that's not easy, Fuck right? No. Like, not in this like country. I'm, I'm sort of... I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in and in, in, in our industry as well. Like, the booze is around us all the time. All the time. So I'm a bit like, you know what? I'm going to stop fucking saying that I have, uh, you know, low self-control. I'm like... Fuck it, I, I I do it and I do it well. Yeah. I just have to put in a lot more. I have to put in a lot more strategies than most people have to to try and make it happen. Yeah. I have to, you know, really lock in some extra things. I can't just switch it on, but I'm still doing it, which means I fucking statistically speaking, I'm doing it well. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, I haven't broken my sobriety in three and a half years. Coming up to four in in about two months. You know what I mean? That's crazy. So so I should yeah. So I should be like, no, you're not someone who's you have indulgence issues, but you also have the ability to pull that handbrake and go, fuck it, I'm out. Yeah. You know? and, I think, so, and I think I think that's important so, for a lot of people that we do well we do talk about self control and there are people who uh who may be listening to this who have quite substantial substance problem like, you know, clear uh-huh. drug be drug and alcohol problem who then, you know, don't have the support network but then do have the support network. The advantage is there is a day mm-hmm. and I mean again, I'm only speaking for myself, but for us is you put in the structure mm-hmm. and then it clicks. And it just clicks and it, it doesn't know yeah. why it clicks, but whether you've got all the different pieces in there and then and and then it clicks. Because with the smoking thing I've tried it a couple of times thinking yeah. I didn't have a problem. And because I didn't think I had a problem, therefore I didn't really need to quit. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? It was like more identifying yeah. what it was. And then, you know, recently now with mm. the with it not being able to deal with stress, which that was a stress outlet, be it exercise or, or squash or riding my bike or even meditation, which is probably the uh-huh. one thing that's kept me sane, it was like, oh, no, but I didn't realise how much I relied on that, you know, knowing that, Monday night after the gig, I'm going to have a cigarette. So I can put all my stress and yeah, knowing yeah, that I'll yeah. get that little reward at the end. So that calms me down right now. I didn't have that. 
you know, it was like I was replacing it with yes. food. Uh, I guess that's that's the you're at the start of that learning curve of understanding what life without that cigarette is, which is why you would give into your food at the moment. So it's like it's almost like you're putting out different fires, and one you're learning how to put one out. Of course, something else is giving in at the moment, which is the food. So it's okay to well, one sort of give yourself food. that little padding. See, this is the thing. I didn't realize what I replaced it with. Smoked ribs. What? Have a guess. <laughs> It was weird. It, it wasn't until uh, my partner pointed was it, it out. Was it a Because I would never no, put that uh, in my house. I would never buy that because I knew what it would do. Ah, uh, uh, okay. Uh, protein balls. No, 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 protein balls. I'll tell, I'll tell you the reason why it's I'm not protein closer. balls. Because, yeah. mate, one day I ate so many of them and did a shit that ripped out half my anus. <laughs> it was the most painful bloodiest <laughs> shit I've ever Wait. had in my life Wait. and that was the day Wait. I stopped protein balls because it was just too many anus isn't anus the hole the anus is the hole so it ripped half the hole let's out let's just say it turned like. into one gigantic protein ball that had blades on the way out that's what it fucking turned into just <laughs> it wasn't coconut right. it wasn't coconut chips it you was just me blades of, if you ever heard like when bears hibernate <laughs> Their first shit is just really painful because it's like the poo's just pushing out and it sort of turns into this like plug that quite often the bear has to rip out the first shit because it's like half hard like a plug and then the rest coming out. Anyway, if you... If to answer your question, if, to answer your question, no, I don't know that, Ben. Of course I don't know that. Why the fuck would I know that? I don't know. watched a documentary. <laughs> uh, the, um... So yeah. no, so okay, so it's not problem. What is your what is it? What have you? Well, it's the thing about it. I wasn't putting shit in my house, right? So it's just like, well, I need that fix. And uh-huh. at the end of the night, no, you're shitting blades. Shitting Why blades. would you put it in there? Wheat picks. So what I was doing oh. is at the end of the night, even after dinner, uh, and the kids were down, bath mm. bedtime. What I had to look forward to was a nice big bowl of wheat picks with a bit of sugar, honey, sultanas, and what started, what oh. started. As a small bowl of wheat picks, gradually throughout time, got bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger until my partner just went, what in God's name are you eating before bed? And it was just like, I was going through a box, like a full box of wheat picks. Like, I don't even know how many there are in there. Yeah. Like it's a brick. And I was just going through them because it was just like, oh, that's my little treat. That's my little treat. But I was like, I'm having the biggest bowl of carbs, not before a big run, before I go nighty night. That's it. So it was just like yeah. I was having so many cars before going to bed, which is the worst thing to do. So I'm just like, like it was just that thing. I was like, oh, I so how how many were you up to? What was the most you might have had in the night before you went to bed? Wow, right. So it was so solid, solid yeah. ten, yeah. and that was just bowl one. Uh-huh. Like, how was your shits the next day? So that's fine. That time you get a bit of reflux throughout your sleep. That's never good. Probably because you've just murdered mm. half half the wheat in Victoria. It's wheat, yeah, not weed. Yeah, no, You're wheat, not having weed. I'm not drinking a brick <laughs> yeah. of wheat before I go to. So yeah. and so, as Nate Dog said, smoke weed every day. <laughs> smoke wheat picks every. No, but it was that thing. Where I was like, ah, oh, and, and it's that thing. Where I was like, maybe I did that for like I don't know how many weeks, but it was just like, ah, oh, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. When you went, no, that is bad. But then by then, I was like, but that's my little reward at the end of the day. But then I was like, but that's not good. Yeah, it's carbs. It's like pretty much an extra meal. You end up having four meals instead of three yeah. in a day. Yeah, sure. And I'm going to be, what's the opposite of devil's advocate? Something. Well, I'm going to be the opposite of devil's angel advocate supporter. and say, hey, I know, yeah, angel barrister. 
I would say uh, you're right. It's not ideal, right, to have that many weed bigs before going to bed for sure. But at the same time, it could be. It could have been uh, a, a two glasses of scotch. It could have been half a bottle of That's wine. True. It could have been a six pack of beer. It could have been a packet of cigarettes. It could have been weed. Could it could have been yeah. ice cream. There's there's a lot of and the, and I'm not just listing things that are like randomly external to the world. It's things that you used to yes, rely it's true. on. Right? It's true. I, I tell. I tell those, agree. Are, those, those are those things that. So the fact that you are now at a stage where your uh, source of comfort is something like weed yeah. picks is a fucking win. Yeah, it is, it, yeah totally, <laughs> totally. And it really is. And it's so funny because you got to think about it. It's like, sure, when I go through the supermarket, I get a buzz. I get a buzz when I see Cocoa Pops. That will never go away. It's a Pavlov's yeah. effect. But coming in a close second yeah. now is weed picks. <laughs> weed picks. Weed picks is also... Give me, get my juices flowing. I was like, oh, hello there. Uh, can we rewind back to like the Ben Lomas who went traveling around the world and was fucking doing his degree in marijuana? Yeah. Um, and he was such a cool guy trying all these things. Imagine if you could tell him that, yeah, at the age of 40, 40. Uh, you're going to get excited by yeah. wheat picks. And, and, that, and, that, and, that's the, and that's the weird brand from Aldi as well. But like, if it's the picks, you're like, yeah, that's right. European wheat mix, what up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's killing it. No, but I, I, I mean that sincerely, though. I think you should still... Yeah, you're right. It's not ideal to have that much carbs before going to bed. Of course, we're not stupid. But hey, you know, plus side, um, it's not it's not as uh, dangerous as your previous indulgences. So, you know, maybe... I agree, Dil. It's still it, progress, it is, is a really, It's a sweet and supportive way of looking at it. So I have a bit more time. You know, I've got a clear focus. It's like, yeah great, we're doing the podcast. How am I going to approach it differently this time? I want the listeners on board. Like it's kind of, I'm excited about this because I've got the space mm. to think about it and reflect on about it. Then before that, I was just embedded into when is this pandemic going to end? We don't know. We don't know when it's going to end, but now we're kind of learning how to live with it rather than just going, oh, it's, it, let's go back yeah. to normal. We don't know what the fuck back to normal is. We don't know, you know, how yeah. many of our listeners out there who are like, yeah, we love listening to you. Great episode. I'm still not in my gym. I want to be in my fucking gym. And I was like, we get it. Like, we get it big time. Wherever you're at, maybe you've lost five kilos and you got a six-pack. Awesome. Great. Huge achievement. If you've gone the other way where you've turned your six-pack into a donut, you've got to be kind to yourself. Like, it, it is just, we keep saying it, reflect back to where you were. And it's true. Back then, could have turned to the bottle. And I wanted to turn to the bottle. On those big days where the kids didn't sleep and then you had to homeschool them and teach them happy birthday in Italian, which I still have no fucking idea how to sing. I was just like, I'm like, I'm out. Like, give me the scotch. Let's open it up. Didn't do it. Huge win. At the time, Mm. you can't feel it, but it's only until you have a bit more space that you're like, hey, it's great. (laughs) Nah, that's great. I love it. I love it. I think that's a wonderful note to uh, to draw a line in this episode with, uh, and pick up again in a couple of weeks and see yep. where we're both at um, with my back and with your. Uh, and that's um, just quickly. I think it's 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 why it's important to you, we use that word journey because I think it's such an individual journey at the end 100%. of the day that you know that each of us have the, our own uh, struggles, our own uh, benefits, our own. Um, everyone's situation is kind of unique in itself, but also at the same time, the fact that it's all so different is what we are in 
it's it's how we are in this together is because we all have our own fuck ups yeah. and our own struggles then share it so that in that in that knowing yeah in knowing that you're not alone but your individual uh goals and and things that you want to achieve i think is is you know it's it's up to you and and as long as i think the universal idea is seriously as wanky as it is is just being kind to yourself being i think kind. you said it really well celebrate yeah. it's like yeah, even if you are doing that, or if you're running right now, and you're like, "Yeah, fuck, you are running." That's awesome. Like, yeah. like I think, I think that, mm. I think that's really in the current, in in the climate that we are now. It's it's a huge, huge win. And again, like I dropped a bombshell today. Like, you know, I never, I've never wanted to talk about the smoking, but if you are, if you are one of these people who has the odd cigarette here and there, and you don't think you've got an issue, uh, you do. <laughs> I, just every, I love, uh, every time you put one in, yeah. it's fucked. So if if you want it, if you uh-huh. if you're serious about it, like like I I gave him a call. Did, I didn't think I had a problem. And 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 quit line. It's been around forever. One three seven eight four eight. One three seven eight four eight. That's for Australia. I'm sure when uh, we have a lot of listeners in England, uh, Europe, and all over the world. But uh, just find it out. Like go to a website. I, I I've got a great app. There's an app that. Do you not know the Italian uh, one? Uh, what was that? Uno, uh, due, no, uh, uh, sette, <laughs> oh, I'm just counting up to Quattro. ten. Quattro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But there's a great app as well that uh, every time you you, you you go a day, it, it tells you what parts of your body is feeling better. It also tells you um, oh. um, how much money you're saving. It's amazing. What's the uh, app called? The app is just it quit. It's through Quit Smoking Australia. So if you just go there, Quit Smoking, it's oh, okay. the first app that'll come up. It's been good, Dill. Thank you. My pleasure, mate. All right. Well, uh, Patreon, uh, Ben, what do you have but to say? Uh, also, <laughs> huge feedback already uh, from uh, Bonnie's app. Uh, it, it is just crazy. Mm-hmm. Body uh, is food prep. It was a real fun app. Uh, but yeah, if you like a bit of bonus content, yeah, just head up to Patreon. It's, it's five bucks a month. You can if, if you want the bonus episodes, we're having a lot of fun of them. I'm playing a lot more with the edits. It's just fun. It's something a bit different. We dive into a topic. Uh, we've had a couple of suggestions for topics already. Uh, one that I really like. Oh, can you tell me some? Desserts. Which I, I was like, well, mate. Oh, I like that. But desserts specifically. Yeah, that could be really yeah. fun. So if you... If you've could, got a topic, uh, yeah, com- maybe we'll get Josh Earl. Josh Earl, who's king of the cake. Yeah, king, yeah exactly. And, he, uh, he, he loves that. So uh, head to uh, uh, Patreon uh, and head to our Fitbit Pod page. Really, really appreciate your support. And uh, yeah, we can't. And again, a shout out to Stephen. Uh, I asked him, he uh, helped me with some Patreon issues. Uh, and he was very kind uh, <laughs> to uh, explain exactly what I need to do. And uh, very patient oh, and very lovely. So, Stephen, Stephen, what a big, lovely big community shout out, we have. Uh, to you. So, um, so that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Awesome. All right. Thank you, everybody. Oh, yeah. And just, yeah, we're, you know, Fitbit Pod on Instagram. Oh, and also, importantly, uh, Ben Lomas Comics. Dil's special on Amazon. Uh, Dil Rook J. Still go check it out. My special it's on Amazon. Still there. Yeah, it's funny. Oh, you know, I've uh, uh, TikTok, Amazon TikTok had uh, put a clip of mine and it's gone. Uh, it's got a lot of traction, about 800,000 views. It's amazing. TikTok. I'm so excited. Exactly what TikTok so, is, but, but, yeah. uh, but. I don't know. I'm on TikTok. I'm on TikTok and Dilruk J. Right. Uh, but I don't know what to do with it. And uh, I'm on Snapchat and I know exactly what I do with it, but <laughs> don't bother following me there for that. <laughs> Very- <laughs> Very good. Very good. All right, but we should folks, have a Snapchat. Snapchat. Stay safe. <laughs>
right. Uh, follow us on the socials. We'd love to hear from you, especially on Instagram, Fitbit Pod. Uh, we, we want to see more yeah. of you. Uh, thank you very much, Dill. I'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye.